New Life 1. Loneliness is like smoke. It starts from a definite point and ends up everywhere indefinitely. It eats up the soul, actually chews it to minuscule shreds from inside and out. Ma left us, Baba and me, 18 years back. I was a few months over 13 years of age then. She left us. No, she did not die. She went out of the house forever with her lover, Amalendukaku, to a seaside town down south. It was a damp springtime night, the air still with no perceptible motion amongst the leaves on the tree outside. I remember that night with horrific clarity. To avoid the final scene of Ma's parting, Baba and I had stayed at Shirshin Dukaku's house that night. Whenever Baba looked at me from the edge of his eyes, fidgeting with this or that, or talking absent-mindedly to somebody, he smiled a smile that is difficult to describe. He was trying to hide a lot many things, shock, disillusionment, and abandonment. Yet he was cool as nice candy. I had touched his hand once during the course of the day. I felt the shock waves ripping through my body. I thought Baba might explode any time and crumble to the ground like smithereens from a terribly smashed window pane. Nothing of that sort happened. We all ate in silence and I was asked to sleep beside Babaida in the night. Baba had hugged me good night, avoiding my eyes. His skin felt frozen. I felt like crying, but I did not cry. When Baba was gone, my temples felt wet with tears. In the night, Babaida told me a detective story where a murder takes place on a speeding train. That was one year after the year when two time-defining events had taken place in India. The Declaration of Economic Liberalization by Dr. Manmohan Singh and Dr. Montek Singh Aluwalia and the raising of the Babri Masjid by right-wing activists. In my fitful and disturbed sleep that night, apart from trains speeding through rainy nights and shadows lurking in swaying compartments inside their captive bluish darkness, I also dreamt of Ma. She was galloping on a black horse through a jungle. She halted near a lake where I was standing, staring vacantly at the shimmering surface of water. Ma screamed suddenly, looking at me. King Shook, baby, don't go near the pond. It has deadly crocodiles. They like eating fleshy boys like you. Honey, come, come here to me. I had changed sides in my sleep, anticipating the warm touch of Ma by my side, when I realized that Babaida was snoring by my side. The recent event ran through my mind like a streak of lightning. Ma had told me a few days back that she was no longer in love with Baba. She loved Amalendakaku and wanted to be happy with him forever and invited me to come along with her. I will not say it was anger that filled my soul. It was not even sadness. It was a strange feeling of melancholy when you know something irreversible is happening to your life. I had told Ma, You are a dead woman. Ma had cried inconsolably, like a baby when I refused to touch her anymore.
When I went to the loo, I saw lights in the study where Nili Makakima was crying, holding Baba's hands. Shishendukaku was seated at a distance with a brooding face.